Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ladies and gentlemen, two men from opposite ends of the physical, cultural and emotional spectrums. Flats and Shanks. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of our weekly podcast. I'm David Flatman. Tom Shankly. All right, Tom. All right, Pink Dave. All right. Do you like my jumper? Yeah, I do. Three better ones. Mm. It's what is it? Salmon pink, powder pink? Yeah, it's not salmon pink. It is pink. Mm. Um, a lot of you might have seen it. He's just come straight from Principality Stadium, really? and it goes well with a white shirt, mate. Yeah, you see, I, I originally wore it over my shoulders, tied over my shoulders, because it was Stade Francais and it's a bit of pink, their kit's pink, it's a bit of a bit of fun. But then they told me I hadn't ironed my shirt well enough, so I had to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> You've got one of those non iron shirts, but it actually needs to iron. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a crinkly finish. It's basically a shell suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, good, mate, good. I like your top as well, it's nice. Under Armour, sponsor. Is that your kit sponsor, is it? They're not. No, me neither. But I tell everyone it is, just for street cred. I think Michelle called them once about me. What should you say? I don't think they won um, fat ambassadors that no one knows. So what, did you go Jamaica instead? <laughs> Giacomo, Giacomo. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, like, loads of the lads call me Giacomo. No, I don't. Did you know that? Well, they know the voice, like, from the London crew, call me Giacomo, and Giacomo actually sent me a message on Twitter and said, can you follow us? We'd like to talk to you. And they offered me, like, this free... What did I call it? ...stuff. Jamaco. Oh, yeah. Like Parkog. Yeah. But Giacomo, I was very, very lovely people, but I said, like, I can't accept anything. Thank you very much. Are there um, certain brands, like, which do bigger sizes for the, the larger gentlemen? Giacomo. No, apart from that, are there any other? There's High and Mighty. Scott Quinnell used to be an ambassador for them, I think. No, but like, do Marks and Spencers do a, an, oh, X, right. an XXX? Marks and Spencers cater for the big gents. Gant, because it's American. Yeah. Um, Fubu. Fubu. <laughs> Die Young had Fubu, didn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, Polo, Ralph Laurent. 
Okay. Ralph Lauren, they do. So you go See, to the outlet, outlet centres and get some cheap t-shirts. These are things I never ever have to worry about. No, I, I really struggle. So on that subject, I've actually got an appointment. It's so hard to find a pair of jeans that fit. I've got an appointment on Thursday. Especially when you've got like 42, 42 inch waist and 29 exactly, inside, mate. inside leg. Exactly, mate. And I suppose all the jeans that you do end up taking up are really flare-like because you're taking them up around the calf you're taking them up to your mid-calf yeah yeah so it's not easy so I'm having an appointment to see if I need some jeans made yeah on Thursday just because you wear them every day and it's like sort of like I'm not spending that on a pair of jeans yeah but you wear you wear them every day so my mate Bubs has the same problem does he yeah what does he do um just wears them as they are mm. but we're actually we're actually in his offices right now we're coming to you live yeah tell from Gennaro Towers mm. So my Bub's company's called Gennaro, it's the old AV Productions company, and LS Media got an office mm. in there. I do a bit of work for Bub's as well, you know, like taking for food, <laughs> clean his clubs, <laughs> train him, saved his life, mate. Cut his chips up. Saved his life. So that, yeah. You know, I start taking him to the gym, start working him out. Yeah. Yeah. Loves the bike. In the gym. The bike. Won't go on anything else but the bike. I'm like, come on, let's go on a stepper. Bubs don't do a stepper. <laughs> you just get on the bike. Chuck it away. So this yeah. is, we're by, um, we don't give on the full address, but we're by Penarth train station. So mm. you, you live in Penarth, don't you? Yeah. And I drove through it. Very nice. We, we just say Penarth. We don't say Penarth. Just Penarth. Okay. You live in Penarth. It's very yeah. nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Do you drive through the high street? Yes. Mm. Nice. Mm. Yeah, it's good actually. Lovely place. It's all right. Yeah. Mm. I always expect to feel... Yeah, I mean, we all do our stuff. stint on Neighbourhood Watch and Patrol. Might do, do it a little bit after. Yeah. Walk around with a flashlight. Yeah. Because you don't know, do you? Because it remains Wales. Some dodgy cats. Mm. A lot of cats. What have you been up to? Um, well, last time we were in Robert Walters, weren't we? Oh, that's so this, right. This was pre the Robert Walters pre shoot we were doing, mm. which probably was the funniest thing I've done in a few months. Oh. I mean, can we talk about it? No, we actually can't. Uh, See, what's that noise? Police, we're in Wales. Never heard of here. Never heard that noise in Penarth. <laughs> oh, it must be a fire then. Yeah. Um, someone's quinoa cafe, the, the falafel cafe, falafel king's gone fire. <laughs> no, we, we can't, we can't say too much. And I, I hate that when you say we know something you don't know, but it, it hasn't been released yet, so we can't. But we, when we can talk about it, we will. Not that it's terribly interesting, it was just really, really funny. Uncontrollable laughter. Yeah. Um... My face and throat hurt when I left there. It's, it was one of those laughters where you're actually not meant to laugh and you're meant to keep a, a deadpan straight face because sort of some sort of interview mm. going on. But we could not. And it was the hardest thing ever because it kept laughing. I looked across and I was looking, hoping that Flats had a serious face. Looked across. Richard Hill was deadpan. I don't yeah. know how he does it. Machine. Yeah. I looked across and Flats had actually turned his chair around and was facing the wall. So that I, I faced away from this guy we were interviewing seriously because I just absolutely pissed myself. I could. It was like, for me, it was like looking, it was like opening your eyes underwater. Just couldn't yeah. see anything. Yeah, I was, we were crying our eyes out and I had to turn away and pretend. I, I dropped my pen a few times on purpose. In the end, I just had to swivel and face the wall and pretend I was doing something else because I was just broken. But we'll let you know when, that, uh, when that's released. But then the next day then, so that was down in London, then the next day... We went to Longley, got up nice and early. Oh, yeah, yeah. We went to, to Longley to do a BBC video uh, on Lion's Watch. Longley Wildlife and Safari Park? Yes. 
that's what I meant to say. So we, we got there nice and early before the park opened and we we witnessed the Longleat staff preparing the Lions lunch or breakfast or lunch, breakfast and dinner basically. You only have one meal twice yeah. a week. It was a couple of, about a whole horse, wasn't it? Or a couple of whole horses. Yeah. Horse meat they feed them. There are 20 lions and they get the horse meat straight from the abattoir and they would cut it up. With an axe? Yeah. We're not very good at it either. No, they weren't. I hope they don't listen. We really took their time. So we're an hour late, weren't we? Yeah. For the filming. But it was inefficient. Yeah. We basically, we were, we were on Lions Watch. We were doing a bit of a, a Lions video. So looking at potential Lions um, and just chewing the, chewing, the, chewing the fat off the horse meat, really, weren't we? Yeah, Jerry Guskett got involved as well, didn't he? Yeah, so hopefully that video will be released this week now. It's taking the time. Yeah, to be honest, mate, I, I think that everyone like the the minuscule percentage of people who know who we are in this country I think they deserve a break from seeing us every day so I think it's quite nice that they've had a break it just yeah it's just when James Pontin JP wants to be known told us to call him JP yeah he did yeah um, can cut the video because he is director producer he's a one man band um, psychologist all in one go yeah isn't he so I'm sure he cut it this week nutritionist motivator yeah. But it's actually, it was actually quite scary because we got up so close to the lions. I mean, I, I was patting them and stroking them, but that's just because I'm really good with animals. Your arse went a couple of times, um, didn't it? <laughs> I didn't like it. No. They're big. Like, I, all I kept thinking about was if it was a one-on-one, could I take it? And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about a big daddy lion. You know, I'm not talking about Mufasa. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about either or a, Aslan. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about like a skinnier one, like I don't know, like a Scar or even a female like Nala. Yeah, no, you yeah. get taken. I, I, I don't know. Did you see that video online of that woman? Was it a lion or a tiger that took pulled that woman away from her car? Yeah. She got out of the car or something like what? You, I mean, it's horrible. Yeah, I know. But what are you doing getting out of the car when there's was it lions or tigers that? I thought it was lions. Mm. Might be tigers though. Might be bears. But might be the liger. Jeepers. I oh, really want a liger. I want one at home. Mm. Not sure I can justify it. This well, like a rug? Outside, no. Outside one of your five log burners. <laughs> Two log burners. You're like a king, mate. You've got like, a, you've got like an open fire in your bedroom. That's what I haven't. That's what kings used to have. No, I haven't. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I have not got an open fire in my bedroom. I'd quite like one, but I haven't got one. Yeah, so that was, um, that was on uh, Tuesday, wasn't it? And, yeah, I don't think I did anything Wednesday, but I had a, a nice little gig on Thursday. Oh yeah, yeah, I did did something for Nat West Rugby Force. So I'm ambassador for Nat West Rugby Force. I oh, did it with Backy, didn't you? Yeah, because they have different ambassadors. So they have a a coach ambassador and a business ambassador. So yeah. from Wales, Stephen Jones is the coach ambassador because okay. he coaches the Scarlets. The count, and I'm the businessman ambassador. I just added one on there for some reason <laughs> um, because I've um, got my own business and director. They, they think I'm some sort of hotshot like Michael J. Fox secret of my success but I'm not don't tell them that they won't listen to this anyway mate hope not so no, of course I am um, but so, what, so what what did you do with them? Uh, photo shoots you know just stand there chin up smile look hard smile can you smile? this is a smile mate this is it mate um just promo stuff really and just how we can add value to clubs so like my job would be to try and think of different ways people can rugby clubs can generate more revenue you okay. know to do more exciting things like we do with LS Media um, 
you know, the, yeah. the different types of events we put on and stuff and how I can bring that to a rugby club and how we can get more people involved, get more people through the doors. So something I'm pretty passionate about and good at. Even if you do say so yourself? It's not me, mate. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> this is something you read it. This is something you are good at. Um, that sounds fun. How's, yeah. how's, when I say Backy, I, nicknames I understand might be annoying to listeners. Neil Back. Yeah. How was he? He's right. Yeah, he's telling me all about what he's up to now. He, he likes the videos. Does he? Yeah, we do. Um, good chat with him. I'll tell you what was funny, though. He's, so we, he's fit at the moment, mind me. He took his top off. Nicky's in. Holy I moly. I know. Um, he took his top off, and I was like, oh, jeez. That is, that went, is attractive. Is that what you thought? I went to the toilet cubicle to take mine off. <laughs> <laughs> but Synergy um, put it all on. Oh, did they? So it was really good, yeah. So it was nice and smooth. Yeah. But the fun, one of the funniest things was we had, say, three sentences to say um, about, you know, we're here with NatWest Rugby Force. Um, you've got a chance to win me as your ambassador um, we can make you help make your club more sustainable stuff like that yeah, yeah and we have to say it word for word and I'm not really good on lines and a lot of people are like that they want to put it into their own yeah. language but they couldn't Martin Corrie oh my gosh he couldn't do it he couldn't do <laughs> he couldn't remember three sentences <laughs> he's a bright bloke though he is a bright bloke it's just harder than you think sometimes the, remember lines the pressure was on we were laughing yeah. he started to sweat yeah you know, we had head farts, um, but we had to do a load of lines. It wasn't just that. It was like, that was like three sentences, that's done, on to the next bit. Yeah. And more and more. It's and not more. easy, that. It's not easy at all. When everyone's around you laughing and pointing and there's a camera in your face. I've done a couple for um, ITV, two or one or four, whatever, four. for Perform, um, on the Anglo-Welsh. Yeah. And it's hard, mate. It's harder than you think, yeah. I need some tips. I tell, yeah. I tell you what, mate I don't mine, have any because I'm crap at it as well. Mate of mine's got a, um, mate of mine's got a, a commentator coach that he goes to, Ali Eakin. Uh, he recommended them to me. So, Ugo <laughs> <laughs> goes there as well, so I might go there, get some tips. You're a dick. Another mate of mine's also got the, um, he's got all the solar panels on the M4. Um, so, look, yeah. we're, look, we're in, I want to know one thing, okay? We're yeah. in the Gennaro Experiences. Sporting Hospitality Experts office. Yeah. We're in your office within the main office. Yeah. Um, not a big office. No. But it makes you feel important because you've got your own door. And the glass is frosted um, up to, what's that? Frosted up to waist level. Four foot. Waist level, yeah. So you can you can be trouserless like a newsreader. Yeah. Um, and you can do a bit of grooming without anyone knowing. What do you do for this company? That's what I want to know. Mm. It's not because I know... And I want everyone else to know is that I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, LS Media will become generic experiences. So thanks for launching that. Okay. Live on the podcast, Flats. Yeah. Um, but generic experiences, we do. As you Stock say, market's going to go uh, mad uh, now. As, yeah, we're going to float it. As you say, um, we're going to become a PLC, mate. Um, no, we're yeah. not. That's a joke. We do events, we do sports festivals, we do hospitality, we do Dubai. So we yeah. took a load of people out to Dubai. So if anyone wants to, come on that trip it is amazing for the sevens it's in December I think it's the 30th of November we leave mm. um, and a few sporting dinners as well so we've done one with Joe Kazagi mm. which was I can see the picture fantastic. on the wall right here yeah so different things and then I also do a 
bit of business development for Genero. So Genero put loads of sound and um, production, staging, lighting, all that sort of stuff into the big events. So you know all the big events you go and host at. Yeah. That stage, those curtain drops, that backdrop, those TV um, or VT um, is that how you, have to come from somewhere is that how when I did a dinner with you and uh, Martin Williams and James Haskell and Adam Jones Adam Jones and they all had amazing intro videos that were really slickly produced at the best moments of their careers and then when you introduced me there was a pot belly pig walking around the field to step toe and son to step toe and son was that because yeah. of this thanks very much for that was that part of your work yeah well you, you're, you're the funny one aren't you funny looking yeah you've got to have something to pick up off when you, uh, when you start um but I've used that one before, like when we had the hospitality. Oh, hang on, that's the phone. Yeah. Is that the door? Yeah. Pause it, we'll tell you why in a minute. Okay, bye. We're back from the pause. It doesn't feel like a pause to you, but we've been off air for about 10 minutes here, haven't we? Yeah. Pizza's arrived at the door, that's why, boy. I didn't even want one. I didn't even want one. I've had my dinner. It's not about want, though, is it? It's about need. But you had one, and I thought, I can't watch you eat a pizza with no hands. And not have one myself. Yeah. Didn't you finish yours though, did you? Because I've had my dinner. What did you have? I had a full house from a well-respected pizza brand. No, for your dinner. Oh. Um, cheese. What? <laughs> I had cheese for dinner, mate. I had a big lunch. A barbecue. Weather's nice, isn't it? Do you love a barbie, Tom? I do, do you? Yeah, yeah. Made some homemade burgers, chicken thighs. But anyway, yeah, so I basically had cheese for dinner, mate. I had four cheeses. Okay. Mature, extra mature, sorry. Okay. For some reason, I had a bit of Red Leicester. Um, I like Red Leicester. Yeah, blue cheese and a bit of brie. Well done. Yeah. Box is ticked. Um, Anyway, pizza done. Did you eat the crusts? Yeah, I saved the garlic dip for my crusts. What pizza did you have, mate? Hawaiian, thin and crispy, large. So boring. No. Such a boring choice. Like Hawaiian was massive in the eighties, <laughs> like the can of lil. Yeah, but it still makes me feel cool. The can of lil, like I like the pineapple. No, see, I'm a big fan of. Well, I'm not a fan of, having, truth? of having pineapple. You were ordering it on your phone, and you said, "What do you want?" And I panicked. All right, I thought of what I knew. The only it was, pizza. It was Hawaiian or meat feast, and a meat feast. I just think the meat that comes on these things is just horrendous quality, and it makes me feel sick. All oh, right, but. You know, the, the processed dough and stuff like that's fine, yeah? Yes. Yeah, and the semolina yes. they put on it. Yes. Okay, fine. And the no cheese, problem. The processed cheese. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, that's good fats, though, isn't it? Okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, belly's full. Mm. What have you been up to? Not a lot. Really, you had a quiet week? Um, did, the thing, uh, did the thing in London, the filming thing. Did the Longleat Lions thing. Did have to write a couple of little columns which is not you know which is fun um i went to dublin it's sunday night here by the way i've just i went to dublin on um went out for dinner on friday night with some mates which was larry as hell lashed up lashville tennessee lash car not really had a couple of bottles of wine um but early early morning start to dublin on saturday said leinster wasps and back yesterday and today cardiff for um Ospreys against Stade Francais, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, we will. Holy Majoli. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite a thing. Um, yeah, so all good. I mean, I'm, I've had a very pretty reasonably relaxed week, to be honest with you. Quite nice. Get to see the kids? Yeah. 
they didn't think much of that, but I enjoyed it. Well, it ticks a box, doesn't it? Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Right, so now we have our little Leo Vegas bet of the week. Mm. Leo Vegas are a company that support us and sponsor us. They're a betting company. Mm. Get on their website, leovegas.com. What I'll say is this. We haven't met them, but Michelle, our, our uh, leader, our spiritual physical leader, she's met them and communicated, done the whole thing with them, and she says they're really, really lovely. Yeah, they are. Nice. Um, you know, all the terms and conditions apply as per. Got to make sure you're 18. Don't bet what you haven't got. Bet what you can, don't you? Um, Not what you... Yeah, we, we've every week we get to put this bet on, and if this bet comes in, um, all the money that Leo Vegas gives us, we put twenty five pound bet on every week, and if we win, the money goes to charity, and our charity is Children in Need, so it's a, a bloody good charity. It's a proper one, that in it in my book. Um, and the last two results come in, um, but we do have to make sure now. This is key for us flats that we put a points difference on this. So last yeah. week, for the weekend, we bet Leinster to win against yeah. Wasps. We didn't put a point service on. This week, we're going to bet Wasps v Northampton, which is Sunday game, 3pm at the Rico Stadium. Yeah. And we're saying Wasps by six or more points. Yes. So we're having Wasps at minus six. Yes, that's, that's how bet. you say it, is it, in betting parlance? Yes, mm. it is. Then that's it. That's yeah. the bet. Yeah. Let's do it, yeah? Get into it. You betcha. You bet. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Matthew Kelly. Clearly, too clearly. Yeah. Rugby chat. The rugby chat section. Yeah. Just we don't have to do say it. it anymore because I cut it. Yeah. Yeah. I write down the times it stops and everything now, mate. I do, do it. Yeah. You're doing all the techie stuff now, aren't you? Sort of director, producer, music. Chilled out entertainer. Music songwriter. 
Mm. Um, should we start off then? Leinster, Wasps? I was there. I was there, mate. I mean, we bet Leinster to win. We thought it'd be a lot closer than it was. Honestly, that was... Um, hmm. I reckon that's the worst 40 minutes that Wasps have played. I might even say... Somebody might pull me up on this. I might say in a couple of years it was that bad, the first first half. They were absolutely nowhere near it. I mean, it doesn't help when your, your winger can't touch the ball down over the line. Oh, my days. For me... I don't think he was showboating. He didn't do a massive dive. He dived. Celebrating. But, but it wasn't it wasn't mm. a huge dive. It wasn't like, do you remember Luke Giesemann? Oh, yeah. Did it for London Irish? Yeah. It wasn't like an ash splash, which he nicked off Shane Williams, by the way. Did he? Yeah, he watched Shane. He used to do that. Mm. Um, Is that a fact? Yeah. Has he said that? Um, yeah, Shane says it to me all the time. Right, okay, Shane says it. Um, but yeah, Willie LaRue tried us aloud. Terrible. How about that set-up play from Curtly Beale? How good is he? Oh, my days. Right. Irreplaceable. He's Mind a, you, said that about Piatel. They're going to bring him back to Australia, obviously. He's going to be playing at 12. Yeah. Yeah. He could play anywhere, mate. Of course he could. He like could well, he couldn't. He couldn't play hooker. Um, but Wasp, Wasp were blown away in that first half, and I spoke to Die Young afterwards, and he said what frustrates me the most is that we're a really good team and if you'd never watched us before you'd watch that and just think we're a rubbish team and we don't deserve to be here and he didn't say those exact words which effectively didn't do themselves justice and Wasp's defence was so passive mate and I know it's, it's it's really difficult to be aggressive so aggressive when the Leinster attack was like it was mm-hmm. it was just flowing from one side of the field yeah. to the other so many dummy runners but these dummy runners they were using were also genuine ball carriers as well so they, so they weren't ahead of the ball um, they were proper threats and whenever Wasps had a ball though Cipriani that's probably the, one of the worst games I've seen him play for a while he'd be disappointed with that his passing was pretty poor pretty average he threw two or three on the floor he, he had a he's, a he's a wonderful player who had a really bad day do you know what Leinster do all the time and Ireland do this they do so many runarounds yeah. so that's where you know the ball player gives it to a forward or gives it to a back takes it back off that player in the hope that defence is, is defence is held, um, and Sexton plays so flat. Mm. Mm, I thought Henshaw was really good as well. Yeah, Ring Rose quietly excellent. I thought mm. the penalty count was massive from Wasps. Error count, turnover count. Tyke Furlong is just getting better and better and better. He is some player. I mean, you know, we're talking a lot about Lions auditions at the moment, and yeah. there's not many games left. And you know, Gatlin be looking to some of these big games in there. Yeah. In the Champions Cup, for me, it was like an O'Brien Haskell audition. Yeah. Because I don't think both of those would go. I think one of those, and potentially Peter Armani. And I thought O'Brien was excellent. He was. Do you know, first time I've really seen this guy play? Who? Joe Carberry. Oh, man. 21 years old. Oh, man. You interviewed him after, didn't you? He was stunning. Yeah. He was stunning. His, 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 his talent is just... Do you know what? I watched him yesterday and I watched uh, Sam Davis today who didn't have his best game for Ospreys at fullback. We'll talk about that game in a minute. But just on the day, two tens playing fullback, just no comparison whatsoever. Yeah, I was about to say he was, he's a 10 and they just need to fit him in that team somehow. But it's, it's hard when you've got Carney there as well, isn't it? Rob Carney, he wasn't fit, but... He was fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Great to watch. Joe Carberry offers so much. His kicking game is brilliant. His passing game is brilliant. He's mm-hmm. creative. You know, he's not he's not like a Mike Brown fullback or a Rob Carney where 
He catches the ball. He's a rock. Doesn't yeah. look. Doesn't look the pass. Just takes it up. Can't attack himself. You know, he's looking for support straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, really good. And do you want to hear something interesting from yesterday? That's nothing to do with the game. Yeah, <clears throat> I so, always want to hear interesting stuff, mate. So years ago, when I how many years are we talking like two thousand and eleven? Okay, um, six years ago, uh, I my contract was up at Bath, and they had. I mean, I might have told you all this story. But I won't do the long story. Don't worry. But they had said, right, we want you to stay three years on, you know, whatever, and three years done, and they, I'll probably retire then. And I was like, great. Only they never actually did. They did this all the stuff. Did used to do this stuff all the time. I think they're better now. But they just never printed it off effectively. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So I agreed it in like pre-season of my last season. And I signed it 11 months later. That's how late they left it to the point where I was leaving because it's like, you guys are saying I'm in. There's no contract. I've got a house, you know, with a mortgage on it. So I met Michael Checker in a hotel bar with my agent in London because he wanted me to sign me to Stade Francais, which is uh, sounds unbelievable, but it's true. Um, and we went through it all and all that sort of stuff. Do you know he speaks fluent German? Is it German? No, I don't think it is. English, French, Italian, Arabic. They're the four languages he speaks. Sounds Sorry, mate. I think it's German. I think it's not, mate. I think you'll find I'm right. Well, I've actually met him. You're just making this up. All right. Um, Do you want me to tell you the rest? Yeah. So we, we had a nice chat and he made an offer and it wasn't quite right just because it was a two plus one. So you know what that is, but I'll tell people. Can, um, yeah. When you're making an offer, is he like... Have you got like little bits of paper on the table and you like writing stuff down and just pass, sliding it across the table? Yeah, when I open it, it looks away. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exactly what it's like. So it's two plus one. So it was, he, he said that we'll offer you a three year deal. And he wasn't lying. He was no, he wasn't bullshitting, but it was a two plus one. So it was a two years with an option. Your option. Third, their option. Okay. So it's a two year contract. Right? Correct. Not, Correct. But there's a salary in there for the third year. And would you believe it? It's looked great in the third year. But there is no third year until you get to the end of the second and they say yes. So you, it's not, it doesn't count. So we, we tweaked it and tweaked it, whatever. And in the end, this is, I don't have many regrets in life. Everyone's got some. But this I actually regret. I was so desperate because it was like the day, it was the day before, whatever it was. Um, I forget what it was. And long story short, I was really nervous that I wasn't going to have a job come the end of that month. Yeah. And I said, look, if they do it as I want it, I'll go. And I didn't want to leave Bath. I never wanted to leave Bath once I got there. And um, they just came, he came straight back and said, done. It's on the table. Here's what you want. You've got 48 hours or it's gone. So it gets to 47 hours, right? And I called Bath and said, I'm on this time limit. I'm on this time limit. This is getting tense now. Yeah, it was really tense. And it was like, yeah, sure. No problem. We'll do it tomorrow. Pop in, pop in. I'll pop in. There's no one there. Should have taken the hint, really. But it, I was sit, I, then I saw like, one of the guys in the corridor and said, mate, what is going on? He goes, we'll get it done today. I said, it's got to be done by 4 p.m. I've got until 5 p.m. Paris time, or they're removing it. So they remove that. You haven't offered me. I've got nothing on the table. Mm. So you need to back up and just back it up and actually press print. Yeah, of course, mate. No problem, no problem. So at this point, it comes, it's, right, so it's 4 p.m. English time. It's 3 p.m., 4 p.m. is a deadline, it's 3 p.m. I'm in a forwards meeting and I actually, for the first time, the only time in my whole career, I stood up and said to the coach, I've got to go, I've got to go now. He didn't know why, but he knew it was serious. Martin Harvey was and he goes, mate, go for it. 
give me a call later on, is everything okay? Went home, got home at half half three UK time, half three two, said to my wife, like, you know, this is the state of it, 30 minutes left. And I had an email from my agent saying, you've got 30 minutes to yes or no, Stad. They've given you what you want. And the regret I've got is that I said to them, give me that and I'll sign. Yeah. And I should I I didn't stand by my word. So I said, if you give me that, I'll sign. Bath called me last minute and said, get in here now, sign it, it's all done. And I went to call Michael Checker and couldn't get through, couldn't get through, couldn't get through. He wouldn't answer the phone. So my agent rang him and Michael Checker went absolutely apeshit. Not because I was an amazing player, just because it was, I'd said I would sign and I didn't. Yeah. So I wrote Michael Checker a letter, actually, actually hand wrote a letter, which is, and I said, I've actually, this is actually my fault. And he signed someone better than me. Van der Merwe from Leinster is much better anyway at that point. So he did all right, but it was a, I wrote, I wrote his letter and said, I'm really, really sorry. Anyway, and I thought, well, he ne- he'll never reply, but he, sh- he doesn't need to reply. And he went mad on the phone and said, you effing this and effing that to my agent and we lost the plot. Next time I see flats, the sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, the next time I saw him was on yesterday at the Aviva. I got there and it was like, I, hadn't, I read the notes and it was like the guest, the guest, special guest is Michael Checker. He's that? in the next trailer. I was like, I was like, right, there might be a fight in a minute, guys. So and he, right. he was lovely, mate. He was absolutely, we had a great time. I only sat, I only sat together for the first half, that was it. But he was lovely and he's obviously over Did he come over and say like, Hey, Doug. Yeah, <laughs> Darren. I mean, I was not a big player of him to lose. It was just admin. He had to start hunting again, basically. But I sat with him in the game, and he gave two or three bits of insight, just kind of leaning over and saying, do you see that? And it was like, yeah. I wouldn't say genius is pushing it. Don't want to be too... He was a very bright broke mate. But he was, it was like, I would love to sit with him for five He's games. incredibly in intelligent. Man, he was, his insight was There's brilliant. few of us left. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's the story. So I thought I was going to have a fight with Michael Checker, but he was really nice. If there's any little sort of amateur movie makers out there, mm. I mean, sell it to like Universal or Miramax or something mm. like that, can we? Yeah. Snaz it up a little bit. Yeah. Like the new Shawshank, isn't it? 47th hour, 30 minutes to go. Yeah. The clock was ticking. And a second rate loose head prop didn't know where he was going to be playing. <laughs> He was sat on the toilet. Yeah. Nobody really wanted to sign him. Sat on the toilet <laughs> debating where to go. Yeah. One of the, one of the, um, one of the fun bits of the meeting was uh, I said, because they had Rodrigo Roncero playing there, who's best loose head in the world. Yeah. And I said, so do you see me as a first choice? And he said, no, Rodrigo's the first choice. I said, correct, good answer. I wanted honesty. Yeah. I didn't, I knew I'm not, I know I'm not as good as him. And I know that. He goes, no, when he's there, he'll play. Oh, he'll definitely play. But he's hardly there, mate. You know, he's gone half the time. No, you're, you're more like John Eels there, mate. You've got to go squeakier. It's got to be squeakier. Oh, yeah. That's it. more like That's check. it. Yeah. check. Yeah, I'm yeah, curtly. That's it. That's it. You got it now. Yeah. Um, Anyways, that was, that was it. That was it, mate. That was, I got there and thought, mm-hmm, is this going to be tense or not? And I quite like awkward. I quite enjoy it. I revel in awkward situations a lot of the time. Yeah. But it wasn't awkward at all. He was really nice. Yeah, he's a nice bloke. Yeah. Um, Big unit. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. 50. I reckon he could still go there. Saracens easily beat Glasgow. Mm. Um, Hyped up was a big game, that, but they were quite dominant. Well, Glasgow have been on real good form recently, mm. but they won't be the only team to go to um, Allianz Park on good form. And get whipped. No. I mean, Saracens potentially could have scored a few more. They had two or three tries where I think it was Maitland's foot was in touch. 
or arm was in touch Ashton's foot was in touch you know they, they were playing really well good good involved in everything mate yeah everything yeah he's not one of these full backs that hangs out wide looking to finish tries off he wants to be in the mix he wants he's to be mixer. he wants to get the ball off Farrell and create and he likes, so he likes to be in the meat grinder yeah doesn't he yeah here's a question for you Chris Ashton a lot of people talk about him at the moment including well me and you now um, the tackle he missed I think it was Jones. Lee Jones try mm. um is that why he's not playing for England and won't go on the Lions tour? That sort of defence? Don't think so. I think his defence is pretty good. Do you? Um, yeah, he scores loads of tries. I think he could be he, he could be definitely in with a shout for a Lions place, mate. I reckon. Really? I just don't think he fits the bill, as in he's had a bad rep for a long time. He gets, he's been banned a lot for stupid things, gouging, yeah. biting. Contact with the eye area, not yeah. gouging. Okay. Um, and they they view him, I think, as not being great in a team environment. So it's funny, isn't it? I mean, I don't know him, so I can't really comment. So, but I mean, what's your? I know him. What's your I views? When firstly, we're not to qualify this. We're not mates. I don't have his phone number. I don't WhatsApp him. We don't tweet each other. But I have been on a five week tour with him, and I do have still some. Strongish ties at Sarries who spent every say, day with I him. I was going to say bite marks or something like that. No, and I've he's an absolutely golden bloke to have in a team environment. He's just all smiles. He's laughing and smiling all the time. So what you're saying is he's got he's got a bad rep. Yeah, I would. He gets I, a bad rep. If I were running a club, I would sign him before any him. I would sign him and Jack Knoll before any other wingers, and I don't say this lightly in Europe. Like he, they are, they're such good boys they're great players and they're just such good boys I'd sign, I'd sign Chris Ashton for verging on any money when he's fully fit because he's that good in a team environment so these, those preconceptions from my experience which is literal and personal I think that preconception couldn't be more wrong alright boy but there you are yeah um, Munster Toulouse 41-16 mm. Amadon quite close for a while though yeah yeah. Closer than I thought. Stubborn, those Toulouse boys, weren't they? I thought Toulouse would put up a bit more of a fight, if I'm honest. Did um, you? They're, they're tenth in the league, though, mate. They're rubbish. These French... The packs are massive, aren't they? Mm. They're such huge packs, but not really offering too much in attack. No. Just massive units running with the ball. And but Munster always raise their game, mate, for Champions Cup. Yeah. I'm Munster are a great European rugby side. I love it when they're playing Huge well. support. Um, Toman Park looked amazing. Mm. You'd love to play your rugby in front of that mm. week in, week out. Support is incredible still. Yeah. You know, it's Munster Saris at the Aviva in the semi-final. Yeah. That is going to be double XL. Huge. Triple XL. I mean, Connor Murray didn't play either at the weekend. Mm. Probably Munster's, one of Munster's best players, if not the best player. Um, and they still managed to cope. Yeah. So. I, love, I love it when they're on form. I love it. They were great. Toulouse is just going backwards and it's really sad. Sam Zebo still looking good. Mm. I reckon he'll be on the Lions. Do you reckon? I think so. Apparently he's a great team man. Great bloke to have around apparently. Mm, Top guy. That. Top guy is what I've heard. Yeah, I think he'd get on with us, wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he would. We're, I think we're probably his sort of guys, aren't we? Mm. And then Clermont Toulon. 
Mm. No surprises. No, it wasn't the greatest of games at all. No, so many awesome players and so many errors. I know. What's going on there, boy? I know, mate. But well, they've got Leinster now, so that's going to be huge. Yeah, now that is in France. That's either at Nice or Lyon, that one, mm. I think. That, that might have been decided, but I don't know, actually. So, French, are, yeah, so the Clermont are kind of at home for that one. Yeah. I just, yeah. Do you know what? If Leinster can produce an attacking performance like they produced this weekend. It's relentless, the attack, yeah, mate. I don't, it, I don't think Clermont live with it, honestly. There's runners everywhere, honestly. They took so many decoy runners, nearly every play, every second or third phase. If they don't, if they don't know off the first phase, second or third phase. Decoys everywhere, mate. It's run around. There's so much work off the ball. Holding defenders. Mm. Apparently, there were guys who were saying, off the record, but I can tell you these bit. The guys were saying at the weekend, some of the Leinster guys were saying that Stuart Lancaster has been amazing. Like, they love him. Like, what a guy, the detail, his understanding of the game, yeah. and the fitness he's put into them. Apparently, they're a load fitter now. Yeah. He said, you guys need to work on this, and he's done really, really good fitness work, apparently. And okay. they love him. They were like, he's awesome. We'll, um, yeah. we'll just touch on the Challenge Cup now. We'll touch on the, the two Welsh teams playing because I'm Welsh and I can pick what ones we talk about. Yeah, you've got the microphone, haven't you? Yeah. Um, so Osprey Stad, game you just at. Oh, my days. Average game. Um, Scoreline makes it look like it was good. Now, there should have been a red card early doors for... What's his name, boy? Raisuki. That's it. Say it again. Raisuki. Raisuki. Um, he got yellow because Keenan Giles was holding on to his leg and he stamps. It is annoying. Time. It is annoying when someone does that, but there's, you can't stamp on the head. There's nothing worse than that or someone pulling you back when you're trying to chase Mega annoying. Yeah. Um, but he stamps and there's no clear angle of where he stamps. So the referee gives him a yellow card because he says he can't tell where he stamps, whether it's not being on the chest yeah. or the face. You only have to look at Keenan Giles' face to see it's on the face because. Stub mark on his nose. Yeah. So that should have been a red card. As it happens, he there's a penalty infringement later on in the second half. Um, he's offside. He comes in from the side, doesn't get behind the back foot in a try scoring opportunity, mm-hmm. gets a yellow card again, which means a red. Um, but he should have had a red earlier. But but Osprey's got worse when he went off. Mm-hmm. But they I mean, were so dominant. It was. I mean, I, I say this as a. Yeah, I don't mean it as it sounds, but it was almost like Osprey didn't want to win. And I made a joke, I was commentating on it with Shane Williams, I made a joke to him afterwards, some of those boys must have holidays booked at the end of May. Like they, it was like, they were, Stad was so poor, it was embarrassing. I, the defence was embarrassing in the first time. I try to look at Stad, right, and I try to look at what shape they've got on attack or defence, and absolutely nothing. Nope. There's no shape in attack, no shape in defence. You know, some, someone would fly out the line, shoot out the line, um, they looked offside a lot of the time. There's no systems really in place. What they did just have was just individuals managed to get them out of trouble. They managed to bail them out if yeah. if a break was made or they'd do a little bit of brilliance in attack. Um, but there's a couple of instances like Keelan Giles' forward pass to Bigger when that try was disallowed. Mm. There was no clear angle. I mean, the Ospreys boys were saying it, it came off Dante's wrist or hand and that's yeah. what sent the ball forward because it changed sort of position in flight. Mm. But... One thing, mate, I noticed is that there wasn't enough camera angles at the Principality Stadium. Normally, on these big games, you have camera angles left, right, and centre. You can't get away with anything. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to see clear angles of everything. 
Yeah, I wonder if that's a Principality Stadium set up thing. Maybe. Um, but then I think they got away with a try where, when Reese Webb threw the ball to Madavesi because to me that looked quite forward. Definitely forward. We were um, laughing commentary, we were laughing. It was like, that's clearly forward, isn't it? You know? Yeah, but hey, the Ospreys should have been like 40 points up in the first 15 minutes. Oh my days. They, they, their finishing, their accuracy, was, the finishing was so poor. Mm. Their accuracy was so poor. They couldn't even capitalise on, <clears throat> excuse me, one of probably the worst defensive display I've seen over 40 minutes in a European quarterfinal. Sylvain Nicola, the open side of Stad, was the worst defender out there, jumping out the line, leaving holes. They made two or three breaks just through him. He was just, how are these guys still in the game? And they won it. I, I, you know, Keelan Giles, it's a real lazy error. Gets way too tight in position for a crossfield kick from Plisson. And, uh, man, a man down, getting done by a blindside flanker. Lack of fear. On side on width. That's just that's just he's just switched off, mate. Basically, just scored a try, I think, yeah. or the points on the board. Um, Wasn't even a good kick, was it? Fourteen men. No, it, it bounces before it goes into his hands. But yeah. everything's covered. He's just way out of position. Yeah, you know, either he's missed him or forgotten about him or not seen him in his peripheral. But it's pretty poor defending. And then there's an intercept, which was dubious again. So there there are plenty of errors, I think referee-wise during the game mm. mistakes um, there was an intercept wasn't there of Sam Davis Sam Davis throws an intercept I can't remember who it's to um, uh, the big fella um, second Hugh, row Hugh Pyle and Australian born yeah he's if he's retreating and he made an attempt to retreat am I right in thinking he's able to do that that's what Matthew Colley said he did so yeah, he retreated but he takes one tiny small step in a space of about five or six and seconds and he takes it late he doesn't take it straight away no. I thought you had to make an immediate effort to go yeah. back to your own line and we were, we were in comms and we're like you look at each other because you think we know the laws and we know common sense that is never a try mm. but the referee you start second guessing yourself because the referee said no it's clear he's done this and we're thinking really the th- all three of us that were in commentary didn't we were like this is, this is crazy no, there, was, there was no clear um, effort to retreat for him. I think he did. He took like a small step back late, but it's like, come on, this. I know, and he's miles in front of. Um, I think it's uh, Parise leading the charge and playing everyone on side. So that was a huge error there. And then but the Ospreys—they did have a chance, so and they got a penalty. Dan Bigger misses touch. Oh man! I mean, it was one of those kicks, right? That if if Pleason, I think it was, hadn't have catched it, it would have gone into touch. Caught. Yeah, and a quarter it would have gone into touch. <laughs> Language, please. <laughs> if it's just, just not a word. <laughs> just maybe hang around with kids all day. Yeah, yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah, dicks, aren't they? And uh, <laughs> I got two girls actually. Um, and he catches it, sort of. I reckon on the line, basically on the line. His feet are in. His feet are in play. Catches it on the line. You have to go big in that circumstance, but it's one of those. You have to go it? safe. You got. You got it's the boys in your ears going. Have a crack, have a crack at it, have a crack at it, but make sure it goes in. Yeah, <laughs> don't cock it up. Um, Do you know what bugged me? This whole the two of the worst defenders in European rugby are on the field today for you know moaning at the ref and going on at the ref all the time and appealing everything. Parise is terrible, and Dan Bigger. I know he's your Welsh mate, and I don't know him from Adam, but he does not stop going on at the ref. And at the end of the game. He was going and going and going at the ref non-stop because you couldn't see it because had gone back to the studio. Yeah. But we could see it. He was non-stop at the ref. And it's like, mate, the ref didn't miss touch. 
Do you know what I mean? It, you know, don't blame the ref for one breakdown five minutes ago. It kind of he's a really nice guy, Dan Bigger. Mm. I like him loads, and he's he's a great player. Um, but it does it, it breaks me as well, mate. He's he's on about the ref about not touching the ball um, when the ref gave a knock on, but he did touch the ball. You know, he tried to flick it on, and it went into mm. someone's someone else's hand. Went forward, mm. um, but it, it does it does grate on me a bit, to be honest. Just. So if you want, if you want to say something to ref, you can say something real. Sh- Come on, ref or something. Like that. Yeah. But you don't have to be relentless in it. He's just non-stop. Relentless. It just it was petulant actually, and I sort of think again. I don't know him, but he used to share the say. He, Michelle used to be his agent, and she said he's just the loveliest man in the whole world. So nice, mate. But he do anything field, for you as well on the field. It's just like ah, I know, but I hate that. He's a competitor. Mind you, I used to do it a bit, but doesn't mean I don't know it's wrong. No, no, and then um, another game I watched over the weekend because I just love Union. You love it, didn't you? Yeah, was Gloucester. Gloucester Blues. Blues. I was, I was thinking about going up there. I was sort of glad I didn't. Well, do the media? Yeah, yeah. The media in the uh, in the pub. We lads. There's a beer festival going on as well. Gentlemen, choose your weapons. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't go. No, I watched it. Good story though. Um, but Blues are sort of in it for I reckon 40 50 minutes Cuthbert looked pretty good mate it's best I'm glad I'm glad he scored a couple he had a good one against Leinster last week mm. um, worked hard and the tries that he scored weren't just run-ins you know he needed to finish him off and it was good finishing by him good um, good lad so he looked good <clears throat> but Matthew Morgan he's just sometimes he's brilliant and other times he just runs himself into trouble he didn't really make an, that much of an attempt to tackle to the Gloucester mm. players when scoring tries I can't remember one was Moriarty yeah. um, for, for his try he didn't want it no and another was a crossfield kick I don't think he, he got a hand on them both and that's the only thing with him is is, is is there that will to want to tackle you've got to want to tackle people otherwise they're just going to bosh you off all day long um, but he did some amazing runs as well and you yeah. sort of forgive him sometimes for yeah his frailties but um, Hibbard was good again mate. yeah he's the man they won't take him though 12 trees look good yeah yeah some real nice footwork he got man of the match Oh, really? and yeah some real nice footwork set up um, one of the tries oh nice so cool hair cool hair Billy Twilight. yeah you know his dad's a tree surgeon yeah everyone knows that yeah. Um, yeah. who's the scrum half Willie Winnie Willie Hines Willie Hines he's good mate Hinesy yeah I'm guessing must be yeah he's good he, yeah he's he really sharp he makes him tick he's really definitely. sharp definitely yeah. they got a couple of good nines there because they got rid of Dan Robson and you think oh, why are they letting him go but they've got Greg Laidlaw and Willie Hines, two two good operators. They look good, Gloucester. I think they've they've turned the corner now. A bit of a saga going on with them and um, Carl Ferns at the moment. About signing them? Yeah, well, Carl Ferns has signed there, apparently, and then the paper said that... Oh, Leon, Williams has signed there as well, hasn't he? Yes. Mm. Uh, Leon have gone, they said, right, we don't want you to leave. What will it take to stay, sort of thing. And I think they've gone large and they're trying to get him out of a contract or something I don't know what Carl Ferns is going to do but okay. he's a player in demand that's for sure and Gloucester issued a statement saying he's coming here so Dr. Sleep the Dreamweaver 
Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Knocked out Gavin Henson, didn't they? Oh, <laughs> Doctor Sleep. <laughs> I haven't heard those before. <laughs> yeah, he knocked out Gav. We just yeah, he just gave him a little, put him in a little yeah, little kip in the pub. Didn't Good he? night, God bless. <laughs> Ta- <ta-da. laughs> kiss, kiss, bang, bang. That shit get banged. So yeah, I say, yeah, I've always said that. You've always said it. Yeah, he has. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Question time. Prime Minister's question time. Um, Gennaro Experiences Business Development Executive Tom Shanklin question time. No, um, I'm Gennaro Experiences Director. Director? Yeah, Gennaro, business developer. Gennaro? Yeah, commercial development, I call it anyway, mate. Okay, um, Mr. Director, yes. do you have any questions? Um, We've got loads actually this week. There's, a, there's one from Ken the Sheriff, I don't think it is. No, it's not um, Ken. Ken Owens. Ken is obviously a great name, possibly the best. Mm. There's a severe lack of Kens in sport. Mm. Apart from Ken... What's the best name in rugby? Darren. Okay. All right, Kerry. Kerry. Yeah. 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 I know Sweeney. I know Jones. Mm. Oh. Katona. Logan. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I like Darren. I like Darren, okay. It's my favourite name. Um, I've got one here from Tom Heathcote, who... Things we don't know, but we know that he is the fly half from Worcester Warriors. Sorry, can you say that again, please? We have an email here from Tom Heathcote, who is the fly half at Worcester Warriors. Mm-hmm. Flats, does a good scrum coach make a difference, i.e. Australia in the World Cup? Or once you're fully developed, you're either good or you're not good? It's a real sensible question. It is. Sensible guy. A good scrum coach Hold is... On. Wasn't um, one of the Argentinians coaching French scrum? During the World Cup, is that right? Yeah, an ex-Argentinian. One of the Argentinians. Yeah, an ex-Argentinian forward prop. I think Yannick Brew coaches Oscar France scrum. No, but he's coaching the Auss- Aussie scrum. Oh, the Aussie scrum, Mario yeah. Desma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not um, talking about France. Though, I thought you said France. You weirdo. Whatever. So the thing is, Tommy. Here's the answer. Um, from my point of view anyway, a good scrum coach is essential to any pro team, essential. And I played a couple of years without scrum coaches and we suffered because of it. Mainly because they keep you honest, they make sure you're practicing the right techniques. You'd never know it all, you never ever know it all. And on the point of, so can they make a good, can they make a difference? Yes, 100% make a difference. What they can't do is polish turds. And if you're not good enough, you're not good enough, and it's a pretty brutal environment. Rugby is a brutal environment, but there is no hiding place if you're not good enough at that. It's like you can't make a slow person fast, but you can make a fast person faster. Yeah, you can make a slow person faster, but if they're not naturally fast enough, then someone fast is going to come along. And You know, with scrum coaches, and you see loads of different scrum coaches doing different things with players, some put like a little 
um, sort of leather headguard on them and a leash on the back and stuff like that. And yeah. Often an orange in the mouth. Often. <laughs> That's what Trevor Whitman does at Gloucester. Um, are they talking to you about, you know, keeping your feet under your hips, your back, your yeah, body position. It's, it's, it's different kind of, things altogether. Mindset. Yeah, it's kind of endless. Yeah, but I mean, it, yeah. It must be quite hard because mindset, you know, like every scrum, there's quite a few scrums in a game. Yeah. Every scrum, you know, you've, you've really got to switch flat on, haven't out. you? Yeah. You've got, it's, it's confrontational. Fully at it. You've got to get yourself up for it. You can't go into a scrum half heartedly, otherwise, you're going to get your wings, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, wings, listeners, it's, you know. Okay, lift off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's a technical term. I know these things because I played prop in sevens. Stuart Barnes used to call it the astronaut position. But yeah, it makes a massive difference. You're either good or you're not good. Yes, but if you're not good enough, you won't be there. It's very difficult to make someone who is not good enough good. And, but there are, there are guys that can develop to a point where they are passable at a good level because they've got lots of other strengths and they're adaptable and they're great learners and mm. physically really capable. Um, but what you need to do is you need to be naturally good enough then you need coaching on top of that because okay. they won't take someone who's not naturally good enough and make them as good as you are okay um, Shanks he's got another question yeah Tom I know too. I know Shanks on the Lions too. what was it like having the other nations as teammates did you forge any lasting friendships right, first off um, I know what rugby boys are like yeah I know the environment they're in and he's, take, he's taking the piss Asking serious questions, isn't he? He's got he's got nose. He's got nose mode. Do you reckon he's taking the piss out of us? Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Heathers. Yeah, I reckon so. Ooh. But we'll answer it anyway. What? Do you reckon I've been done then by answering that properly? Do you reckon yeah. he's done me? I reckon it'd be one of these now that'd be listening to it, just giggling away, going, <laughs> "Yeah, bell ends, <laughs> done ya." <laughs> hey, Vlad. What about a good scrum coach? <laughs> <laughs> Do all the nationalities get on on the Lions tour? Hey, what's it like being yeah. thrown in with guys you normally want to kick seven shades out of, Tom? <laughs> you watch what you eat? Do you train every day, Tom? What's it like running out Millennium, Tom? He has done... Okay, all right, he's done this big time. Yeah. Well done, Tommy. Yeah, they all get on. Anyway, um, have you got any lasting friendships? Just tell us that. Loads. Go on, then. Name one. Um, mostly, it was like... There was always a bit of a... A group that people used to take the piss out of, really, because they called us the BTCs, the Big Time Charlie. So it was like Johnny, Dricko, me, <laughs> and <laughs> Lol, Paul O'Connell, and Alfie. And um, yeah, they just used to give us crap all the time. The Super Seven. Yeah, because used to go like for food with Clive and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> they, they hated it, basically. Um, no, you haven't got one friend from Lions to that's not Welsh. That you regularly speak to. Next question. Oh my god, you weirdo! Um, I've got one if you want it. Okay, is Andrew Turner on Twitter? Yeah. Has Finn Russell played his way out of the Lions' consideration in the last two months? He might have played done. his way out in the last two months. See, I he thought might. he had. A, I thought he had a pretty decent Six Nations. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. I know. Some of the games he messed up a little bit, and he's off the cuff a few times, and. Not everything that he tries works, but I still what, take him. What I like about it is he tries it. See, it's between him, Ford, and Bigger. Yeah. So these Lions auditions that we talked about are still going ahead now. Bigger wasn't particularly good today, um, but if someone like Finn Russell is different, isn't he, to the mould? He's. I'd say take him. That's my. I'd say no, he hasn't played his way out. He might have done, but I don't reckon he has. 
Here's one from Clue. From Clue on email. Mm-hmm. What would your death row final meals be? Starter, main, dessert, and drink, please. I'm not going through this again, are we? I got off it. You know, the case was dropped. Yeah, I can. Okay, insufficient proof. Yeah. Um, go on then, starter. Thing is, I'm 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 full now, so it's really difficult to. That's never difficult, mate. I, I'll go. Um, you're going calamari. No, I'm not. I'm going steak tartare. Ooh, well, deal with it. No, I go like. Oh, I don't know. Starters are always difficult, aren't they? No. I go. All right, I go chick. I go. Um, chicken wing, ten chicken wing combo, like you know the roulette combo, so mixed with like hot. Oh yeah. Media. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Right on your toes, yeah. yeah. Main course, I go beef short ribs with a homemade barbecue sauce. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like a burger man, mate. I want like a gourmet burger, mm. you know, but I want like two pâtés, I want bacon in there, I want avocado in there, I want some sour cream in there, Jeepers. I want some salsa in there, I want a brioche bun. Jeepers. I want it with sweet potato fries because I'm healthy. Yes. Yeah. You're about to die. Um like I'll probably have it like with a Oreo milkshake but then I also that's your drink then is it but no no but then I also no no one drink and I also want water no because I'll get all that salt will make you really thirsty no and no okay because when I go for when I stop off at service stations and have a have a cheat day have a cheat day yeah I uh, always go water because I'm healthy Um, Um, pudding New York cheesecake okay I'll go lemon meringue pie or pecan pie what's your your drink water last ever meal well okay last ever meal I'm going to go crazy right I'm going to have a full fat coke are you I'm going to have a diet coke do you prefer diet coke yeah prefer it for the taste yeah a lot of people do yeah um Right, Joseph Smith on Twitter said, what do you guys think of the Carl Fern saga? We've had a little chat about that. Ben Parker, has Peter Armani played his way onto the plane? Yes, he has. Yep. With that last game against England. Yep. He's good again at the weekend. Natural line-out forward as well. So he's back row. Yep. Really good in the line-out. Yep. Um, actually, War- Warby's really good in the line-out as well, mate. Warbo. Yeah. Um, here we go. This is a good one. Adrian Hopping. Mmm. Who was the hairiest player you played with? Oh, easy, easy peasy. Kane Palmer Newport from Bath. Oh my God, there's a picture on my Twitter somewhere from a couple of months ago when I was in the car park and I saw him. Yeah. And he had a weights vest on, like a singlet on from come out of the gym. Holy, mate, I've never seen anything like it. His whole body. Mm. He loves it as well. Terry and, Jones, oh, I always remember him really hairy. Was he? Yeah. He'd like, he'd have more hair on his shoulders than like Rob Sadoli would have, you know, in his privates. On his privates? That was a lot. And that was... <laughs> absolutely... Bushwhacker, was he? <laughs> um, have you got any more? Yeah. Go on, um, Johnny uh, Cahill. Chris Ashton for the Lions. Arguably amongst the top finishers in Europe at the moment. I would go... I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'm up for that. I'm up for that. One more, make it a good one. No, we can, we can have a couple more. All right, mate. All right, mate. Um, right, here's a good one, actually. Sean on Twitter. Sean. 
wants to know he's a cricketer as well is he yeah he's just doing a he looks like he's doing a bit of a defensive shot but the ball is getting edged and probably caught um, behind first slip can flats recommend some more movies Hunt for the World of People and Team Fox Catcher were superb mmm yeah I'm watching Marco Polo at the moment on Netflix what's that like it's quite good is it yeah it takes a bit of time to get into but I start to really enjoy it it's about Genghis it's not about Genghis it's Genghis Khan's son I think who now is the ruler of Mongolia Dave yeah how did you know that read the book okay um, um, films, yeah. Uh, do you know what a film I really like is um, Shawshank. I'm only joking, everyone says that. I like a film called Drive with Ryan Gosling in it. Mm. I find it really, really kind of in, entrancing. My favourite ever film, which I'm sure I've mentioned on this pod before, is The Guard with Brendan Gleeson. Favourite ever? Irishman. Favourite ever film. But I, cause there's That's an Irish film, by the way, not a British film. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We have mentioned it before. Yeah. Mm. Um, they're my two favourites. Um, I like my favourites: Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <laughs> or The Bodyguard. The Bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Um, oh, I can't think of any more on the spot. Yeah, that'll do you. Watch those. Hunt for the Wilder People is so good. Yeah. Oh, it's something Gat. Something Gats and I shared. You know? Here's a. Um, it's quite an interesting one from Adam on uh, Twitter. He says, "Shanks, what did you do to piss Jiffy off?" so that he didn't give you man of the match in the Grand Slam decided against Ireland 2005 I don't know did you do a Q&A and mention he wasn't a British Lion again yeah yeah he didn't go on a Lions tour but what's he got no mortgage correct <laughs> um, what was the one thing Adam again what's the one thing you wish you knew at the start of your rugby careers that you know now training helps yeah no, just do doing loads of fitness on Mondays and Tuesdays really helps. As opposed to not doing that much and getting pissed when you're 18 to 23. Uh, Four. No regrets, is yeah. what I say. Um, that's quite a serious question, actually. Uh, I probably would have been a little bit more serious at the start, especially, it took me a while, really, I think, to mature. Yeah. I, I would have quite fancied being captain for a, a couple of years, but... I was never quite... I was always the joker. Yeah. Always the one, like, putting mashed up banana in the end of the boys' boots and, you yeah. know, tying their laces up the wrong way round, putting all their laces up their shoes and then starting from the top and going down to the bottom. You know, really annoying them. Yeah, so I'd rather be that guy than the captain. Yeah, but now I'm sensible. You're still a bit of a bellend. Well, a bit harsh. Um, did you did you not draw pictures of knobs all over my script last week? <laughs> so you're not sensible. You're a child. They're rockets. Um, <laughs> Chris Cadman on Twitter. Who's the better dancer out of you two? Me, easily. Shanks, easy. Flats can't move. He's like he turns like the QE two. Mm. Especially when he's walking backwards, it's like this noise comes out of his pocket going beep, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. No, beep. I don't, don't really dance. Um, yeah, should we have one more? Yeah, if it's a good evening. Have you got any on... Um... No, I'm done. Okay. Uh, no rush, mate. Yeah, okay. Best, uh, Laurie Cantor. It's a golfer. Oh, yeah, he's from my local town. Yeah, he wants to He gets know trained by my mate Shax. Best. Have we had this best training ground bust-up you've ever seen or be involved with? Oh, great one, actually. A training ground bust-up. Um, 
one I really liked was well, a couple of good ones. There's a couple of good ones at Bath, actually. Just I mean, name one. I'll go first, right? While you're thinking, while you're trying to, say. I had one with Steve Thompson. Um, don't know if I told you, mate, but I went on the Lions in '05. Um, you had a fight with Steve Thompson. Well, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a fight. Terrible it, idea. It was. It was something went on. I can't remember what, but we started like wrestling a bit on the floor. And again, stand by this. When we pulled apart, I was on top. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so you either, if there's any train around bus stops on the. On the bus, right? You either on the way back, you either had to pay a real hefty fine, or you had to kiss on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to. I didn't want to pay a real hefty fine because I was still young and didn't have much money. And uh, so I uh, give me. I said, right, fine. I'll go with a kiss on the lips. And I was went to kiss him, like close my eyes and stuff like that. He just pulled my head real hard towards him. It was like that. Oh. Kissing me. It was like that. Oh. Oh. Um, but yeah he's a hard bloke you don't want to have a fight with Steve Thompson um, I wouldn't mate. no you don't ever want to do that he's a I, uh, pick one pick one pick one a great one was when um, Gareth Delve I'll try and keep it topical um, when he was playing number 8 at Bath he is just like I don't know if you've ever seen Delvey have a fight no but he is uh, there, there isn't anyone in rugby I don't reckon who isn't also a boxer who could beat Delvey in a fight I mean, he is just unbelievably big, powerful, good at fighting. He's a massive bloke. Massive guy, but he's so good at fighting. So one day in lineouts, um, Borthers swung an elbow into Delvey, and Delvey just teed off. And poor Bors, mate, didn't stand a chance, and no one would have stood a chance. But Mike Foley, who was the Aussie hooker, who was our coach then, he literally, he used to love fighting on the training ground. Like anyone who started brawls would get in the team, basically. Yeah. So live scrums were always a punch up with me and Matt Stevens and whatever, always fighting, and he loved it. And it at this point he started hitting Borthers, who's like his son basically, his golden child, son of Foles. And Foles, you just see Foles, no, not Borthers. And he, jumped, <laughs> he jumps to the middle. Delvey's still swinging. And Foles is like wearing punches. Like Delvey's just gone full savage. And it was like, no, Borthers! <laughs> I literally saved his life. And Borthers was like, you haven't got to look after, look after myself, you know. Like, not against, not, <laughs> yeah, not against him, you can't. Yeah. Not against him, you can't. It really killed him. Oh. That was a funny one. We were all, it was a big fight, and then two minutes later, we were all pissing ourselves. Very, very funny. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's yeah. always a laugh at the end. I love it. That, that's what I love about rugby, you know? It can be... Remember Zach Fainati? Oh, no, I haven't finished my... Uh, oh, God. All right. Flow. I don't know what I was going to say. The best thing about being rugby, you know, you fighting a pitch many best mates <laughs> such a load of bollocks Obi, share a beer with them after you shake hands and have a beer at the bar try to take the head off on the pitch and then you have a beer with them after yeah. no you don't right yeah. anyway I remember I was on my back once and Zach Feynati had been dropped from the team and he was being a real nose and he, was, he wouldn't get off the ball trying to turn it he was lying on the ball during a low move yeah for the movie yeah so I was on my back and I just remember punching Zach a couple of times in training he's like massive hard Samoan and he was lying on top of me and there's not a lot I could do so I hit him a couple of times when I was on my back and he was already in a dominant position and um, I went home with a couple of millilitres less blood Craig David you did he? he got yeah filled me in filled me in (laughs) afterwards he was like what were you doing bro? you're on the floor I was like I was really angry you're a fucking idiot bro I was like yeah I know I know mate 
did I get you with any good ones? Yeah. Nice. Look at that. Look at your eye. Beautiful. Yeah, well, not a lot you can do, really. Live and learn. Live and learn, mate. Don't punch Zach when you're on your back. Well, there we are. I yeah. ended our podcast. Um, make sure you get in touch on Twitter, at Flats and Shanks. Go on our email, and that's contact at flatsandshanks.com or Facebook, Flats and Shanks. Yeah. Um, you know, if you do want to leave reviews, please do. Mm. Get on the podcast. Only get on good iTunes. Ones. Only good ones. You can email us with things that aren't questions, just points of view if you want, feedback, whatever you want. Mm. Good or bad, we receive it. What we do have to say is, I know you're not going to be too happy with this, but oh, yeah. we're not going to do a podcast next week. Bad enough, aren't we? I'm off to Honkers this week. I'm off to Honkers on Monday. Get back the following Monday. Dave's only going away. Going skiing, and I? Mm. Not a natural skier, but I'm going skiing. Um, Baby really fast in a tuck position. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have a week off. I hope no one minds. You're probably relieved. Yeah. Soz about that. But we'll have loads to talk about. Oh, God, won't we? God, we won't be able to stop. I'm going to have to do a two-hour special. Might have to. See yeah. you in two weeks. Ta-da. Bye.